Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, August the 16th, right, Renee? Is it Monday, August the 16th? It sure is. <laughs> She's, she knows it's not. We're really recording this on Sunday night, August the 15th, because I have a nice early drive tomorrow morning taking one of our children back to school. And so... I have a special guest with us here today. I've already indicated who it is. Uh, and for those who wonder, who is this wonderful voice that I just heard? Hey, wonderful voice, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Renee. <laughs> I'm Joe's wife. And I don't know what else you want to know about me, Joe. What do you want to know about me? Well, there's been some questions I've always wanted to know about you, but I suppose a podcast is not the place to, to ask them here. So, okay. <laughs> And uh, who do you have here on your lap, wonderful so, voice? This is Dexter. Dexter is our Jack Russell, and he is sitting here giving me moral support while I talk to all of you. <laughs> do you need moral support to be on this podcast? He's my comfort dog. <laughs> Okay. Well, brothers and sisters, that's more than you probably wanted, but uh, I am so grateful for this woman. And uh, she is going to be with me tonight as we uh, look at a marvelous gospel. Uh, Matthew chapter 19, which we've been in, right, for the last, uh, oh, two gospels or so. Matthew 19, verses 16 to 22, a very famous story, uh, but a gosh, a really a, a good one and one that really kind of cuts us to the core. So let's break open God's word together and see what God has for us today, okay? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A young man approached Jesus and said, Teacher, what good must I do to gain eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you ask me about the good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He asked him, which ones? And Jesus replied, you shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all of these I have observed. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, if you wish to be perfect, go sell what you have and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, love, let me kick the, uh, the ball over to you here as I start. So this is a, a wonderful and, you know, well-read, I mean, people know this one, uh, well-known, I'll say, story. What, how does it speak to you? What is it, what images come to mind, what thoughts, uh, what, whatever, what's going on in your heart and in your head with this gospel? So I feel sad for him because, I mean, Jesus comes back and says, if you wish to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Obviously, he wishes to be perfect. 
means asking the question. And, and the answer is something that he feels like he can't do. And I feel sad for him. And I feel scared for myself <laughs> as I think about, okay, but this is, he is us. What can I do that? I don't know. What am I willing? Like I'm looking around our house, like what am I willing to give? And it, mm-hmm. it scares me a little bit. I, I think that's so well said, Renee. It's like, I feel sad for him and scared for me <laughs> because he is us. And, and Jesus has that way to look in our hearts and say, okay, rich young man, yes, you are a good person. You, you've kept all these commandments. You've approached me and say, what must I do to gain eternal life? And, um, and I've done all of these commandments that you just said. What do I still lack? And Jesus has that way of looking in our heart and saying, okay, Joe, okay, Renee, you've given A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. But you know what you haven't? You haven't given me H. And that's what I want. You know, and it's not that H is more important than A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. It's that for whatever reason, you've decided H is more important than me. And that's what you're going to cling to. Like we can, we can give God what we want to give and hold on to what we want and we can have our cake and eat it too. And Jesus is saying, but you're looking for life in H and you're just not going to find it there. I mean, in a sense, am I wrong on that? What? And it is a scary thing to ask that question. I I'm, I'm, don't know if I'm smart enough to know whether you're right or wrong, but I am, <laughs> as I reflect at myself and what I take from this yeah I feel like okay it is that scary question like am I there am I not and I think that it is one that you just really have to self-evaluate well and I suspect it's one that we don't self-evaluate just once in our life because I I think that we have to continually self-evaluate that right I would agree with that yes um it's interesting so the the first reading today Uh, If you have a chance to read it, uh, those of you who are listening, it's from Judges chapter 2. Now, let me give you a little bit of background. Um, Judges is in the Old Testament, what we call the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures. It's like after, it's right after Joshua. It's they've taken the promised land and they've, they've conquered all the different tribes that were in there and they've taken over the land. And um, they didn't have a king. They had certain individuals from one of the tribes that stood up and helped lead them. People like Samson. We know that story of Samson, you know, Gideon or Deborah and and various judges that, that helped lead them during this time. Well, it was during this time and they... Many of the people, not all of them, I'm sure, but many of the people started worshiping the god of Baal. Uh, B-A-A-L, Baal, Baal. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. And, uh, and God was, um, he, I mean, he's frustrated with him. He said, listen, what more can I do for you? Uh, and, um, oh gosh, there was a part here I wanted to do. Um, 
blah, blah, blah. They were quick to stray from the way their fathers had taken and did not follow their example of obedience to the commandments of the Lord. And whenever the Lord raised up judges for them, he would be with the judge and save them from the power of their enemies as long as that judge lived. But basically, and that really isn't what I wanted to talk about. Um, But basically, the whole story, he's talking about who are you going to look for for this life? And I think that's the key to me of this story is the young man come to Jesus and says, teacher, what good must I do to gain eternal life? Remember, this is a man. The last line tells us he had many possessions. And in a sense, he kind of wants to possess eternal life too. What must I do to make sure this is one of the things that I have too? And I love how Jesus answers him. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. And the man says, I've done all that. And so Jesus says, okay, but here's the thing that's keeping you from life. You've got a lot of possessions. Sell them. Give that to the poor. And then come and follow me. Because that's where life is found. We, we, it's like, and, and he is us, Renee. Um, it's like we're holding back something that we're, we're, we're seeking for life. Yep, we know, God, you're in charge of all this other stuff, but I'm seeking life with this other thing in this space in my life. Maybe it's only a small percentage, but I'm seeking life there. And, uh, and, and I'm not willing to give that to you. And God says, but you got to give it all because otherwise you, you, I'm not sure you're, you're gaining the fullness of life. I kind of like, as you go through this, feel like it's a, um, the man is saying, what do I need to do? It's a do question. Mm. Where God is saying it's an is question. Oh, that's so good. You know, who, like, who are you and what is real and what does matter you know it's yeah. i feel like it's a a man wants to check a list and god's saying who are you what what is the real substance of this that was like super profound and i dig that a do versus an is issue um when we were I'll say preparing for this. I, I pretty much threw it on Renee five minutes before we started this. <laughs> um, you had talked about um, the the house or whatever in one sense. Do you want to give that example in terms of kind of how Jesus is looking at us and giving just a very real life example of, huh, if, if I were to approach and what he may... Well, I don't know on any of these how we can't separate ourselves from this. And so what I was telling Joe is like, okay, I feel like when I read this story and I think, okay, if God's talking to me and I'm looking around our home, I love looking at our lake. I envision grandchildren being out here someday. And I mean, our house isn't fancy, but I feel like it is welcoming. And so I'm looking around. It's home. Um, But I... I told her I feel like I could walk away from this if I knew we were together and doing whatever is next. So um, I think, but I think that's where 
But I'm thinking about what our possessions are. I guess right. that's what I feel like is the thing yeah. for us. Well, and I and I again that word possessions is so interesting. And the dream comes into that as well. The dream. Right. I feel like the dream is attached to that. Yep. 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 Of what we vision and somehow and again, is that my agenda? Is that God's agenda? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> so it's funny if you were watching video, I stick the microphone in front of Renee. And she's looking at me with these deer in the headlights, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's the question. <laughs> um, and and again, I think the word that I, I I guess I invite us to just chew on today is possessions. That last one. When the young man heard the statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. And I think the question for us today is, what um, do we possess and what possesses us? Um, Because I think the things we possess, if we're able to give them to God, and I think that's what God is is allowing or inviting us to, um, we can place at his feet and say, these are yours. But if it possesses us, um, I think those are, are issues of addiction. Those are issues of, you know, my hand is clenched and I, I can't give this up. That something's going on that maybe my identity, I feel my identity is wrapped up in this, my security, my safety, my future, whatever it is. And that may be the very, very thing that God is asking us to remind us. No, your identity is not wrapped up in that. Your future is not wrapped up in that. Your security is not wrapped up. It's wrapped up in me. Because I'm the only one that gives life. As much as, and using, I want to use the example Renee gave. I agree. Our house is, you know, it's kind of just, it's a house. But it's, it's you know, a future for us that we envision with grandkids and, and coming out to the lake or, or being present here and, and if that's the future that God has for us, that's so great. But if it's not, are we able to give that over to God from our vision and our dream and our hopes and say, um, Lord, you've got something even better for us at that point. And that's the hard part. And, and that's just one example. I'm sure you've got your own examples in your life. We're just trying to make it real uh, to help us explore what this reading is. What what possessions are we able to put in front of God and do so fairly easily? Or what can we do, you know, those things that that may seem separate from our heart and a checklist, like Renee said, and what things may possess us that we're like, no, I'm too close to this. I, I, I need this too much. Because again, it's all about life. That's what Jesus says. If you wish, wish to enter into life, and there's only one, right, brothers and sisters, that gives life. There's only one. And if we search for it in other places, right? Jesus says in the, after the resurrection, uh, to, or the angels say it to the, to the disciples looking in the tomb, why do you seek the living among the dead? I think he could have said that to this rich young man here too. Not a bad man, but why do you seek the living among the dead? Those treasures that, that possess you, they don't hold it. They don't hold it. Only I hold it. Follow me. Ray, any final comments before we uh, pray the rosary together? Nope. <laughs> That's it. That's why she's the best color woman, the best guest in uh, in podcast history here, brothers and sisters. She was shaking her head like, nope, that's it. So, um, 
again, let's just uh, let's just ponder those things for today. Okay. Thanks for being present in the podcast. Let's pray together. And uh, we enter into the sorrowful mysteries this week. So let's begin uh, with the sign of our faith in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the garden. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, Renee, I think this is my 360th episode. Is this the first time that you have been a guest on my podcast? No, it is not. Did we have one time we were out in the in the screen house or the screen porch together? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so two times out of 360. I'll expect you in about another 180 podcasts. How's that? Sounds good. I'll see you then. <laughs> okay. God bless you, my friends. Take care.